Hey, welcome to the Publish, Promote, Profit podcast with me, Rob Kosberg. Every week, I interview thought leaders and experts who have used a book to grow their income and their impact. So tune in weekly for these interviews so you can learn how to use your own best-selling book and go from hunting for clients and opportunities to instead being the hunted. And so today, we're going to talk about crafting a business model that is adaptable to the kind of life that you want to live. And there are several things that we need to talk about regarding that. And so what I'm going to do is in just a moment or two, I'm going to share my screen with you so that I can go on screen and I can talk to you about the various elements that you need to have in place. And then we'll talk through each of these elements. And as always, for those of you that are live with me, uh, I'm going to answer any questions that you have and help in any way, whether it's on this subject matter or any subject matter. Okay. So you can type in the chat box, any questions that you have or any comments that you want to make as we go along. So let's go ahead without further ado, let me share my screen and let's talk about building a great business model. Okay. So I'm sharing my screen and let me go ahead to our scratch pad as well. Okay. Oop, look at that. I already have my blue triangle up. So I'm going to erase that. So, cause I'm going to use something other than blue. Let's use black. All right. So there are three primary elements, whoops, that we want to focus on when it comes to building your business model itself. Okay. I'm going to try this one more time. <laughs> see if we can be a little bit more conforming. There are three primary things that we want, we want to focus on initially. This is when we're in the thinking stage of what it is we want to do, or maybe we're in the stage where we've already gone downstream a little bit as a coach, as a consultant, as a business owner. And we're thinking to ourselves, you know what, this is not sustainable the way I'm working. And maybe even worse it's not scalable. So, you know, I can't even handle any more clients. And if I got more clients, I wouldn't know what to do with them because I couldn't do my thing. I couldn't help them in the way that I want to help them. So there are three primary things that you need to think about. Number one is I want you to think about the economics, the economics. I'm going to talk to you more in detail about what each of these three things are, but economics really relate to the math of your business, the math of your business. Number two thing that you need to think about is your own personal strengths and weaknesses, as well as what your desires are. So let's call it strengths and desires, okay? And then last but not least, after that, you're going to think about how do you create a business that attracts the right client that fits into your economics and then fits into your particular strengths and desires. Okay. Now there are other elements of attracting clients. There are other ways of, uh, you know, there's sales, there's conversion, there's delivery. There's lots of elements of running the business and delivering your magic. I'm not going to talk about any of those things. I really want to talk instead about the model itself and creating a model that makes a, 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 the kind of life that creates the kind of life that you want. Okay. And makes the kind of impact that you want on the world itself. And the first thing that we have to start with is the actual economics of the business itself, the economics of the business. So what are the economics of the business? I, I kind of look at three particular things. Number one is you have to deliver results 
to your client, right? You, you want to make a difference in their life. So you know you have to, first and foremost, deliver what you're promising on and honestly over-deliver as much as possible. Now, what you have to deliver are your time and the amount of money that someone is going to pay you for the time that you put in to do that. These are the three elements to economics that you need to look at and that you need to think about. So let me give you an example of what I mean by these things and where your economics can fail before you ever get to, does this really relate to my strengths? Is this the kind of business I desire? How then do I attract? See, I get asked a lot by my clients, the, the primary question of, okay, Rob, I have my book now, so how do I actually use it to attract clients? And oftentimes, I don't know if they're frustrated or not, but oftentimes I say, well, let's, let's take a step backwards for just a moment and let's talk about what your actual business is, what you're getting paid for what you're doing right now, before we look at adding a whole new thing, right, a whole new way to use your book and attract clients, let's make sure that we're attracting clients into an economically feasible business that really is like molded around your strengths and your desires. So if the first thing we have to do is deliver a great result to our client, the things that we need to ask ourselves about delivering that result is, let's say you're a coach, let's use that as the primary example, not a service-based business, although this relates to a service-based business as well. If you're a coach or a consultant of, of some kind, the first thing when it comes to delivering results is you need to ask, can I do this in a group? Or do I really believe that I have to do this one-on-one, -on -one, meaning that these people will only accept you and will only accept help from you directly? Now, I know there are some businesses where one-on-one -on -one is primary. After all, Tony Robbins, for example, probably the pinnacle of you know, coaches, consultants, earns a million dollars a year, and he coaches, I believe, a dozen people that pay him a million bucks a year. Now, these are very, very high-profile people, obviously. Many of them, probably most of them, are billionaires. And so they're not calling Tony every other day asking Tony what they should do about A, B, and C. But when they have a problem, they, in essence, have Tony on retainer. And so for a million dollars, he will work with them one-on-one. -on -one. You know what? That is economically feasible. However, too many of us are working with people one-on-one -on -one at a price point that doesn't make our business economically feasible. And what you need to ask yourself is, do I need to raise the price of what I do massively, right? Or do I need to think in terms of creating some type of group program so that I can deliver the same result in fact, maybe deliver a better result because what a, a group does is it creates community and people love community. But you have to choose, right? You're going to have to decide either economically, you're going to charge significantly more money or you're going to bring in more people so that you can scale and you're going to do that by saving your time and doing it in a group format. Too many coaches charge a little amount of money and they give all of their time, and that will not work, okay? There is no reason in the world for us to talk about how you attract more clients into your business using a book if this is where you're at right now. The first thing you have to do is you have to change the economics 
of your business. You have to decide, do I want to go in a group format? Do I want to have some one-on-one? -on -one? What is it that I actually want to do? Now, from my perspective, I always think group is better. I think group is better for the individual that you're helping. And I think group is better for you because you can deliver in a group in just a couple of hours a week. And you can create a community where all ships are rising on the rising tide. I mean, it makes a big difference. They can work with each other as they're more and more successful. And you've now created something powerful that perhaps will even outlive your help with that individual client. So I love group. And, and understand, it's not that we're going to price it less expensively because really what people always buy when it comes to delivering is they're buying a result from you. Whatever magic you bring, whatever result that it is that you're bringing, that's what they're purchasing. In one sense, they don't know if you prefer to do it in a group. They don't know if it's one-on-one. -on -one. Most people, I think, assume that it's going to be one-on-one, -on -one, but guess what? If they've never worked with you before and you tell them, well, this is how I deliver the magic to you. This is how I'm going to change your life. This is how I'm going to help you. And that way that I'm going to help you is it's an eight week course. And, you know, every week you're going to get a new module and then you're going to have a group call and then you're going to have a, a, a live Q&A call. And then there's some team members that are going to help you on a call. They're going to say, fantastic. That's great. If you never mention one-on-one, -on -one, then guess what? They're going to simply trust that you're going to be able to deliver the goods to them in whatever format that is. So don't immediately go to, I need to exchange my time for money and I need to go to this one-on-one -on -one model. That's not what people are wanting. What people are wanting is the result that you can deliver to them, okay? So that's number one. You have to start with the economics. If the economics are of what you're doing don't work, then guess what? You need to change the economics. After you figured out economics that work, then you have to think, and we're starting right from the beginning of this business model, right? You have to think, okay, what are my strengths and what are my desires? Maybe one of your big strengths is speaking. Speaking. Maybe a strength is writing. In fact, let's put this in another color just to, just to keep it the same. Some of you are wonderful speakers. You love being on the road. You love speaking. And so that's something that you absolutely want to keep within your business. Others of you don't want to do that. Maybe that is not your strength, but you're a great writer. And so you want to continue creating content. Maybe you have excellent marketing skills, right? Maybe that really is a strength of yours. And that, look, that's a strength of mine. I love marketing. I enjoy it. It's something that, that, uh, that for me is like fun to do. And I read marketing books. I enjoy marketing books. That to me is a strength, right? Speaking can certainly be a strength. I love to train. I love to teach. But guess what? I don't want to be on the road. That is not something I'm going to do. So oftentimes with speakers, as an example, is we will get to this point of, hey, Rob, I want more speaking engagements. And if I could raise my fee, that would be fantastic. If I could take my fee from $5,000 to $10,000, then that would be great. And one of the first things I do with them 
is I go right back to the economics. And I say, well, you know, talk to me for a moment. Tell me what it is that you're really after. Okay, so you just told me you want more speaking engagements. You told me that you want to get a fee of, of $10,000. Great. Okay, well, you have young kids at home. And let's just say, as an example, that you can get that $10,000 fee. Let's say that you want to make a half a million dollars a year. Well, let's do the math. If you want to make a half a million dollars a year, you need to be on the road 50 weeks a year. Do you really want to be on the road 50 a year away from your young family? Of course not. I mean, who would? So the economics don't work here. Speaking may be an opportunity, but it may not be the only opportunity for a speaker. We may need to think in terms of how to speak 10 weeks a year, but make those speaking engagements such that you're selling something, right? Could be coaching, could be consulting, could be whatever, but such that you're selling something that has a much higher value than that $10,000 speaking opportunity that you get. Otherwise, 50 weeks a year, yeah, you're going to make a half a million bucks, but you're going to be a road warrior. Maybe some people really like that. I know Amy Dix, uh, one of my clients I've done two books for, and many of you know Amy as a project manager for Bestseller Publishing. Amy loves to be on the road. Amy loves to speak. And, uh, you know, using our, uh, our attraction kind of speaking uh, book attraction format, she got like 90 speaking engagements in an 18-month period with the lowest fee being 5000 bucks. But she loved that. She's a road warrior. She loves being on the road. She can't wait to get back on the road. Maybe that is your case, but you have to go back and consider the economics and what your strengths and what your desires actually are. When you figure that out, then the next thing you want to look at is you want to figure out, okay, how can I use my book now to actually attract clients? This is the last thing within the model that you want to focus on. The first thing is the economics. The second thing is what your strengths and real desires are. And then the last thing is, okay, now I have a model that I can scale. Or I have a model where it's very, very high ticket and I only need three or four or five clients a month. That's it. Or I only need two clients a month because each one is going to pay me $10,000 a month and I'm going to build up to 10, 20, 30 clients and I'm done. Great. As long as you have that model in place, then you know what you need to attract. Okay. So that's where you begin to decide on the different options that you have for that. You can attract using events. Events. Now, an event can be something that is live. Now, of course, we're not doing much of those right now because of COVID. However, we will do them again. We've done many live events in the past with Bestseller Publishing, uh, as well as speaking on other people's platforms. So there's a lot of different ways that you can do events, right? Live or online. The other is funnels. Funnels. And you hear me talk a lot about funnels because you met me through various funnels. Now, a funnel can be any number of things. It can be a free plus shipping book funnel. It can be a challenge funnel. It can be an opt-in funnel. It can be a webinar funnel, any of those kinds of things. And then last that I'll add on here, which it seems these days less and less people are focused on, and that's actual media, and I would say mass media itself. However, if you're like a financial advisor or if you're an attorney that works in a specific kind of expertise in an area, then mass media, and I mean like terrestrial radio and television, direct mail, et cetera, those are fantastic ways to use your book and attract ideal customers. But only, we only focus on these things 
once we determine the model, we determine the economics, we determine our strengths and desires, and then we figure out, okay, which one of these areas can I actually fit in, okay? Let's say that you go with something like funnels, because I know many people are interested in funnels, and we just came off Pedro's challenge course, and many of you, of course, uh, followed along with that and absolutely loved it. And a funnel can be a challenge funnel, as well as all the various ones that I mentioned just a minute ago. So let's say for a second that you want to do some type of challenge funnel itself. Well, the number one thing I would recommend that you do is when it comes to a challenge funnel, you need to use your book in association with it. Because your book is the thing that gives you the kind of status and authority in your space, right, that, that makes you stand out from all of your other competitors. So try to wrap your funnel around your book always, right? Your attraction needs to be focused on your book because your book is what gives you the authority and the status. Whether it's events, whether it's funnels, whether it's media, your book becomes the centerpiece. I used mass media when I wrote my first book some 12 years ago for my financial services business. And all I did was offer a free copy of my book shipped to someone's home. And I did that on radio mass media. The same thing will work exactly the same way it did for me then today. It will work the same way. So whatever you do, if it's a funnel, if it's a challenge funnel, then find a way to adapt your book to the challenge funnel itself. That's number one. Number two is find a way within your funnel and within your traction to make sure that you get the economics of your business met. In other words, for those of you that, that went through my challenge, my Publish, Promote, Profit 7-Day Book Challenge, you know I didn't sell a course for $1,000. I didn't sell a course for $2,000, which is what most people do. No, that's not my business model. Why? Because my business model makes sure that the economics fit my strengths and desires. So we offered something that was much higher than almost anybody ever offers something on a challenge, and that was seven dollars to $14,000. And you guys know the results of that. I talked to you about it. It was a fantastic success and it worked amazingly well. But why did I offer that? I offered that because nothing else fit economically with what I do, right? I had to take this funnel, take this attraction uh, principle that I'm going to use and I needed to fit it into my economics and I also fit it in to my strengths and desires, meaning that I love to speak, I don't want to travel, and so I did something online speaking instead of offline event-based speaking, right? Not something that I'm looking at and I've tried media, mass media, and it hasn't worked as well, although podcasts are great, okay? So again, Lots of ugliness on my screen, but just to be crystal, crystal clear, you start with economics, right? You have to deliver a great result. You have the amount of time you're willing to spend and the amount of money that you're going to charge. You have two different options. You can go one-on-one -on -one with coaching or some type of group. If you go group, that's fantastic because that saves you your time and that will probably allow you to price it in such a way that makes it more accessible to more people. If you go one-on-one, -on -one, you need to charge premium, premium dollar. And listen, I don't know many businesses that need one-on-one. -on -one. Only then, once you've determined this, only then do you figure out how your strengths and desires, speaking, writing, marketing, et cetera, fit into this and then from there, you think about, okay, what am I going to do? Am I going to use some type of event-based thing? 
Am I going to use some type of online marketing and funnels? Or am I going to do something more mass media? This is what you need to think about when it comes to building out your business model. Put your numbers in, put your strengths and desires in, and only then do you need to worry about this, right? Only then does that make sense and you need to worry about it, okay?